Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, Sunday edition, because we've both got our hoodies on. Uh, with us today, Rob Anson, you know him, CEO, founder, Loop Insights, trades on the venture on the stock exchange uh, under the stock symbol MTRX, and for our friends in the U.S., under RACMF. Uh, Loop Insights, it's two weeks in to the to 2021, and three press releases already come out. So here to talk about them. Rob, how are you? Happy New Year. Hey, good morning, George. How are you? Good. It's Sunday. We're getting this out of the way early so we can watch some football playoffs. And we're both we're both our buddies today. Yeah, I, I apologize. It's been a very, very long week and another 100 plus hours. So I've geared up early this morning to join you on the West Coast as I've got another four or five meetings today. Yeah, to don't, don't apologize wherever that. you do, right? That's uh, that's just an indication of how crazy things are loop that we've got to do this on a Sunday. But I'm, I'm happy to do it. Hey, before we get into the press releases, okay, there's three of them I want to talk about. Um, you, in our, in our last interview at the end of the year, you said we're going to hit the ground running in 2021. Three press releases out already, some pretty important ones. But generally speaking, how have you have you have you started up where you left off? Because I remember you were saying in our last time you're saying I almost don't want Christmas because all the conversations have stopped and we got to restart them again. Has the momentum kind of left started where it left off? Yeah, yeah, it has for sure. And you know, that first week back was interesting because you know, I kind of anticipated it'd be pretty slow as everyone tries to you know, come back a little lethargic from the break and whatnot, and especially being stuck at home for nine months, 10 months now. Um, but no, it was uh, right out of the gate. Um, you know, there's some, as we'll discuss here, some some great opportunities that have converted into uh, actual agreements and positive momentum continues for 2021. So first person, first person which I want to talk about, uh, <clears throat> Loop Insights enters UK market with pilot agreement for leading UK pharmacy solutions provider servicing 12,000 pharmacies across the United Kingdom. This is your biggest pilot ever, I, I'm assuming, because uh, you know, your CBD stores, I thought, maybe maybe been the biggest one or, or even the TELUS one. Yeah. No, uh, no this, this is by far our largest agreement. I mean, TELUS is great, and your CBD and others have been great, but no, no, by far, this is a huge, massive opportunity is they oversee the entire independent market. So for us, this is, uh, as you see, with 12,000 locations, this is a very big, big opportunity. We spent the whole entire break ensuring that everything was set up and ready to go. And kudos to my tech team for putting in all that effort uh, through the holidays, as I mentioned. But uh, no, very, very significant opportunity, George. So how long, uh, how long do you anticipate this pilot will last? You've had different, uh, you mentioned your CBD store in this press release again, I think as an indication of you've done this before and succeeded. How long do you think uh, this pilot will take? Well, it was 60 to 90 days, uh, scheduled for 60 days. But uh, by the time we wrap up and discuss direction, um, you know, typically 60 to 90 days and comfortably. Now you uh, you talked about the revenue model, which was great in this press release. There was yep. some confusion over it, so maybe we can just kind of because I thought it was pretty straightforward, but there's a yeah. little confusion over from some people. So I think it's a good idea to kind of revisit that, um, if you don't mind, just kind of go. It's pretty easy. It's a number per month times number of tills. You know, yeah, it's so small. Through that. Yeah, no, I think it's a great one because I, for whatever reason, I seem to get this question. 
I don't know, 12 times a day around. Let, let, me start, let, let me start at the beginning here, George. So this pilot implementation here, the, the, one of the core key fundamentals of FOBI is, or of Loop Insights, sorry, is our FOBI device. So for those who are, don't quite understand when I say point of sale system, that means when you walk into a physical store, they scan your item and they press print, all of that hardware application is called point of sale system, POS is we call it. Our device simply plugs into that system, takes about seven to 10 seconds, depending upon level of uh, skill set, I would say. Um, anyone can do it. Like, it's that easy. It's, it's unplugged from the printer plug in our device, and you're powered now from edge to cloud, as they call it. Uh, and it enables us to capture 100% of all transactions provide real-time insights, analytics, and automated marketing. So that's the core of our Kobe device that is the headliner for this independent uh, retail market. Because as you can understand, there's hundreds and thousands of various point-of-sale systems that exist today. There's no aggregated view of all of those systems melded together, if you will. Our FOBI device has the ability, as we are today, tying all of these point of sale systems that are siloed, all funneled into one aggregated, which is the loop data exchange. So when I talk about the value of data, the value of our data is 10x because it's one, real time. Um, two, it's that independent market that doesn't exist today. And three, we're able to monetize and action that for the retail organization itself. So that's that's the key, hopefully, that sets it clear as to what Phobia is. It's a plug and play IoT device, which is the interest of, of TELUS and other telcos. It is SIM enabled as well as Wi-Fi. So it's out of the box connectivity. It has an independently secured uh, network. We've removed all barriers. And this is why everyone's so excited about this. Uh, there's no major POS overhaul needed. Um, there's no, no systems you know, integration and yeah, exactly. third party. That, that was just it. 100%. It's truly plug and play. Um, and you know, people will say, "Oh, that sounds simple." Well, th there there is no other company that's developed that today. And that's all companies in our patents as well. Um, that ability for us is why everyone is so excited, um, and we've taken that and ran it into other products and services with our smart tap devices, as you've seen, and as we'll talk about with past and what that means there as well. So, um, and let's talk about the revenue model specifically. Yeah. So then how, you know, so, how do you make money from yeah. that? I think it's pretty easy also. Let's go over that. So make sure everyone is clear. Every point of sale system in a retail environment, typically, uh, the, you know, the locations that we go after somewhere between four and six, um, some of the grocery ones, as we'll see, are, you know, 10 to 14, uh, much larger scale opportunities. But when we start to look at um, on a monthly SaaS model, we charge $50 per point of sale. As I just said, there's four to six. So depending upon the location, four times 50 is 200. That's what the monthly bill is 
to each and every store. So in this case, you get 12,000 stores. That's how you came up with the math. If all 12,000, you just yeah. $50 times number of tills times number of locations equals that, that, not, not very yeah. difficult, but hopefully that helps. Yeah, it should. I know there's been some confusion and yo, it's okay. I, I think it's good to yeah. clear it up, but it's pretty straightforward. Um, yeah. And then you also talk about you actually in your quote, you actually say that once you start applying, um, you know, the, the targeting and the analytics, you can actually, yeah. you can actually multiply our, that five to 10 times. Well, that's just our core product, right? That's just the insights piece. And then we have our engagement and marketing and the, the wallet pass and the loyalty and the rest of it. That's add on and add on and add on. So it starts with the data. Everything starts with data. Right. Um, and as you move forward, the key and challenge has always been we have data. Now what? How do we action and leverage monetize that data, plug in loop secondary products? You see where I'm going. Yeah. Right. So, you know, for the retailer, ultimately it becomes a new line revenue generator because of their ability now to monetize their data. So it's uh, it's something that hopefully people understand. Um, and I'll continue to answer. Yeah, I, I think most people do, but there's some confusion. Yeah. So it's great to deal with the, you know, the 10% who are getting kind of confused. So if you yeah. want this, this is big, just 12,000 locations. If you want it, yeah. how long would it take to roll out with your CBD store? Uh, I think it's about three, three quarters uh, to yeah. roll it all out. Uh, but that yeah, was 550-ish locations. Does uh, Is that linear in terms it's of- It's not really up to us, George. I mean, we, we can provide- you know, we, if it was up to us, we could have that done in 30 days. Um, it's up to the organization, of course, right? For us, I mean, we built everything uh, for mass scale. Um, you know, our production of the Foley device is huge capacity. Um, you know, the onboarding of automation of, of each user and location, it's all 100% cloud automated. So for us, it's, we could have a comfortably 12,000 locations on board in 30 days if we had to. What's your level of confidence uh, that this rollout successful based on the discussion you've had with uh, with pharmacists already? Obviously, they're from the quote, yeah. they're very excited. What's everyone's level of confidence? Well, you know, I, I, I'm always extremely confident and it is what it is and people, you know, whatever. But, you know, for, for me, George, I've always said it, it has no value unless it solves a problem. The biggest problem is there's no way to aggregate that independent marketplace. You know, that's why you'll see companies, aggregators like Nielsen, et cetera, right? They don't have access to those, you know, and that's, that's really a key for us. The ability for us to provide real time, that real time, like that, that's the, that's the huge differentiator. That's you know, so, excited. Yeah, that's we, we have the, be excited when I saw, when I first saw it back in. Yeah. So, in you know, one thing to understand too is, you know, they call it data up, right? The phobia collects the data, ports it to the cloud. Our artificial intelligence platform analyzes all of the data points in that transaction. And then we have, they call it the down path. So we have the ability to push back down in form of text, email, on on the receipt, in app or in a wallet, um, messaging. So whether that's 
hey, George Com is hiring. Maybe it's 50% off. Maybe it's 20% off. Buy one, get one. Online, offline conversion. You know, whatever that may be. That, that's the powerful piece, and that's the power of real time. Um, and, and that's for us is where I put all my focus in, in development in the early stages was was that unique ability. Um, and as we move forward here, the larger the organization, the more value we have because there's a multitude of silos that today aren't bridged. Loop sits on top and connects those to provide real-time automation, whether it's supply chain, demand chain, inventory management, um, automated marketing, you name it. Um, that's that's where we sit. And and look, there's no doubt as to the validity of it, right? At the end of the day, the, the partners and the customers you've signed the last four months all speak for themselves. So uh, I, that's what I love. And that's that's why I can't wait for 2021 to see who's who's coming on. How this came about is something we should discuss also because it came through Steve Gray of SG Retail. But you know, we've had so many investors come on, come into loop over the last couple of months. They may not, they weren't around when we first talked about uh about steve gray how big is he uh and and how and and what does 2021 look like for him because this is his first one and a biggie so what kind of feedback have you heard from him that he's getting when he's speaking to the likes of red bull and british airways and yeah. all the brands and retail he's got under his belt yeah well for sure i mean steve's uh he's a great guy it's a pleasure to deal with him he's a true professional um he's been in the retail space for forever he's kind of an icon if you will um you know and it's it's about the real-time data applications and the phobia device everyone in large-scale retail fights the same challenges of legacy antiquated systems um you know it costs tens of millions of dollars to overhaul your point of sale with an end goal of a cloud. And as I said, in seven to 10 seconds, George Kong can plug in our Foby device and all of a sudden he has cloud capabilities. So I don't want to undermine or understate, you know, the value of that. You know, obviously simplicity is key in anything. Um, you know, and that's what Steve understood when we, we first met, uh, what was that ability? And, you know, I hear it all the time, oh man, I've been trying to do this forever. And that, that's, that's the excitement. That's, that's the validation for me, you know, is when you see industry subject matter experts um, that have been in this, you know, and at every level, they understand the challenges. And that's why the, the partnership with TELUS and the acquisition group is one of our other ones that we should spend a bit of time on today discussing because it's large scale opportunity, as you see here, you know, there's a pilot that's great if it's, you know, George Combs three stores, you know, as a high end point, but there's 12,000 locations and you look at the revenue numbers. These are the opportunities that we're focused on when I say we're trophy hunting, you know. Um, how, do, how does Steve's pipeline look like when you talk to him? I'm, I'm assuming he's not a one off kind of guy. He's probably had plenty of conversations in the market. Steve's a busy boy. <laughs> you have a way of you have a way of uh you have a way of summarizing things quick sometimes with it you say well, it a lot is. i mean say he, a lot by the, saying a little yeah but that's just it like i said george you know i'm focused on delivering you know opportunities and it's all you can do is put ourselves in the position to open the door uh, get invited in and once you're in there it's a lot harder to be taken out 
And, you know, like I said, I'm not here to take a check once. I'm here to make an investment into partnership and opportunities that pay the company for dozens of years to come. Um, Steve's been a huge part of this. I'm very happy with Steve and his efforts and all he's done. Um, and next, next press release comes out, it'd be good to get Steve on. He's, uh, he's quite charismatic. And yeah, he's a, he's great. a great guy. We got to set. We got to ship. We got to ship him a hoodie first, but we'll get him on. Uh, next press release is the uh, your LOI to acquire Pass Creator, uh, yeah. the leading European digital wallet and mobile marketing company with tier one global clients. So most acquisitions are done for business. You know, you acquire Georgecom because Georgecom's got a certain number of clients and it's an accretive. You you acquire his revenue and his earnings with your multiple and the company grows. But this one is for tech. Uh, why was this so important at this time? Yeah, Pass Creator is a, a young company, very, very similar to us, Parallel. Um, you know, they've started to tip the corner and gain a lot of significant traction and a lot of large scale um, clients they have in BMW and Mercedes and Alliance, which is the largest healthcare provider. Um, you know, they're turning revenue. Um, they're, they're on a very stable foundation, but as, as I was building out our, our, our pathways, you remember, we, we originally partnered with these guys several months ago in the beginning of COVID. Um, you know, I'm a huge believer in mobile, of course, and the ability here when, you know, one plus one equals 10 with, with past creator, because it gives us the capacity now, um, to have the, you know, as we control the data, George. We now have, you know, the user in the palm of their hand as an access point and where we focus on utilizing data to create dynamic experience and engagement. It's all about the mobile device, um, mobile commerce and e-commerce, of course, have, you know, taken a great majority share, as well as you understand that mobile payment with Apple Pay and Google Pay, um, you know, now you start to understand and see why. I went with our venue management platform with the mobile and the wallet pass and aligning with Google Pay and Apple Pay, as, you know, tying that um, to the horse, if you will, um, because everything is mobile driven and it's 100% access point for us to create unique, uh, unprecedented activations and experiences. So you said in there one thing, uh, it almost was, was, looking towards the future you want complete control over your digital wallet pass technology in anticipation of upcoming business developments um i know you can't be specific but can you, you know that it clearly it's acquisition of tech but clearly you also want control because it seems like things are coming maybe you can shed some light on that yeah i mean you know where, where we've taken this here um in a relatively quick point in time I mean, we're pushing borders too with, you know, the other one with Apple Pay and Google Pay. We're asking to do things that are unprecedented um, because of our capabilities with our Foby device and our NFC applications to create these check-in points, as you've seen in our venue management platform, um, you know, that gives us a bibble from a, a marketing standpoint as well as to create cross-community uh, activations and engagement. You know, I'm just thinking of it this way, George, you use your Tim Hortons loyalty card, you can't walk into Starbucks and use that. 
But as we roll this out across all various, you know, brand and CPGs and retail locations, it now gives us the ability to have one unified system. Um, I know where you are. I know what you buy. I know your habits. I know your likes. The down path, as I said earlier, is all curtailed to, to George. Um, you know, I know that you shop, you know, at TELUS. I know that you shop at Indigo Chapters and Starbucks. You know, that's the ability to create personalization as everyone's, you know, quest is right now. Uh, from a marketing perspective, all I hear about is, you know, our goal is personalized engagement. Well, unless you don't have the data, unless you don't, unless you have the down path, uh, the connectivity, if you will, there's no means to create personalized engagement. After the fact, to say, hey, I know that Rob stayed, you know, at the Wind Resort property. I know where he ate. I know what he drank and ate, you know, eat whatnot. Um, that's retargeting. We give the ability to create personalized engagement on premise in the moment, uh, which obviously creates ability for retailers and hospitality uh, sector to, you know, extend wallet share and whatnot. What what kind of business developments are you seeing that'll make it even that that make the acquisition so so critical? Uh, healthcare, you know, as we, we're launching our you know digital healthcare platform, this plays a huge part of it. Um, something we've been working on together in the background uh, and launch of what's coming in 2021. You know, as we had a huge, you know, obviously pipeline, George, you can appreciate, uh, past creators just as equal as ours, if not larger. So that's, as I said here for us, you know, that's kind of dangerous um, without acquisition because, you know, obviously your agenda is and your family is your priority over my agenda and family. I had to ensure that uh, our agendas were one um, and focused on where I was headed as, as a, you know, where Loop's headed as a company, that uh, our R&D and our tech development was all in alignment, that uh, our vision could be 100% executed on our time. Uh, so it sounds like it's not just the tech, which is important, but it sounds like from a business point of view, past creator is is uh has got some great revenue coming in as well i mean they've got you've mentioned the tier one customer you know, bmw mercedes allianz yeah. uh there from a business point of view are they uh are they growing pretty they're, they're growing pretty strong as well so you anticipate that that acquisition yeah, in 2021 is going to add yeah. these good revenues to the whole to the whole pile oh without a shadow of the doubt i mean these guys are these guys are a rocket ship i mean like i said they i'm pretty uh pretty proud of my team for the activity that we we have i mean these guys are equal if not even bigger wow i didn't um, know i didn't know that didn't come through in the yeah. place, that's for sure no you'll you'll see a lot more the, and and i really appreciate uh, mario junkie and david spore these guys are, are, are big picture guys um you know everyone is all hands on deck and uh we're very excited to keep this thing going and rocking and rolling as they say in the new year you talked about venue venue management a minute ago, so that, that's a good segue. Uh, you're selected, congratulations again, by BDG Sports to provide the venue management platform uh, to the NCAA Big West Conference Championships at the Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. So we know what it does, so we don't need to go through that, but this is another big win. Let's face it, these, this, is, this, is the, this is the tournament that determines who goes to March Madness. Uh, yeah. Is Luke becoming the de facto 
bubble venue management system for the sports world right now? Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of it, it's it's we're at an interesting time, George, and it's not just sports. Um, you know, the Big West, obviously, it's their event. Brooks manages it. Um, or, you know, they're very Big West was very pleased with obviously the previous um, data and you know white paper from Florida and, and Vegas. But um, we're kind of at a point in time now. You know, there's technologies. Um, you know, that are, are tracking, if you will. You know, when, when you look at companies like TraySafe and uh, FaceDrive, they have a Bluetooth bracelet. Um, you know, so that's to keep people six feet apart, right? Um, that's not what we do. I mean, I get this, ask this one all the time, which still baffles me, but um, our, ours is all tied to access, entry, testing, I mean, vaccination, all of these things that I've laid out over and over. That's really the key here. And we're starting to see these worlds collide. Um, the need for keeping people social distance and apart, you know, exposure notifications, great. But as you know, I started working back in March on this, I knew everything would come down to a, a digital wallet and a, and a passport. You have to have that integrated testing to make contact tracing, you know, social distancing notifications uh, actually work. Um, you know, you look at the turmoil now, you know, phase two, you guys in Ontario, lockdown, Quebec, Alberta, you know, variants now, each and every story, you know, uh, as I said before, started with the Las Vegas and Florida bubble, um, having 100% success in the first ever fully integrated testing, tracing, the whole path. It's one access point uh, for each user. So these are the things here that um, it's not just now, we're providing a transfer, transformative solution, George, that enables the return. And as if you look at our acquisition, as I said earlier, the mobile is the key. Um, having Apple Pay and Google Pay functionality uh, out of that, is where we go next, right? It's an evolution. You know, it's not one off of I'm going to solve a problem today. This is a transformative solution that's future proof. As we see, there's no denying that mobile commerce and digital is the way of the future. And digital transformation is the biggest benefit, uh, as you've seen here from COVID. Um, because of that, there's been way too many big, fat, and happy whether it's retailers or government, um, and quite frankly, that have learned that, uh, you know, they need to wake up. Um, and that's why you're seeing so many companies go under and it's not just here, it's globally, right? So that's, um, we, we are, we are in, you know, many conversations to your question here, George, but, you know, for us, it's, uh, it's not, not just COVID it's, getting people back to work. It's getting people back in the stadiums, back on the planes, cruise lines, um, you know, is another one. The economic losses are, are staggering. I mean, the cruise industry in Vancouver, where we are, they lost $3.25 billion last year, our city. And they're and teed up what, to lose that again, I'm presuming, if they don't get their act together for cruise season this year as well, right? Well, we're doing our best we can to, to play a significant part on that. And, and hence the 100 hour week, um, you know, there's 
Man. very significant opportunities and groups that we're, we're working with to put forward a process that can be approved. Um, and that's why with, you know, Empower and Dragonfly and Cabin and all these groups that we partner with, they, they all play pivotal parts in this. That, um, you know, is, is key here. And our ability to say that we've been there, done that, we've got proof in data. That, you know, as I said, that code has gone a long, long ways. I mean, it's uh, quite something. What kind of role, so it's great to hear that those partners are playing a role. What kind of role are TELUS, your partners like TELUS and Amazon playing in these yeah. as well, if any? Are you able to bring their muscle to the table? Are they, are they bringing uh, their muscle to the table? Yeah, it is because it's, it's about the needs of their, their, their customers, right? Um, you know, it's not about uh, Amazon. It's it's about their clients. Um, you know, I, I'm no good to you if you know Loop is uh, bankrupt and non-existent. You know, and go for a beer and whatnot. But I need to be viable, just like Amazon needs their clients to be viable. Um, tell us as well, right? So it's um, it's really creating now a coalition that uh, is delivering a pathway to economic recovery. Uh, that that is my biggest focus at a moment to date. You know, I've got a tremendous sales team that's handling the rest of it. I, I'm focused now on dealing with the, the government matters here and all of these key stakeholders that have huge, um, you know, power, if you will, and influence um, to drive home a solution to, to save, to, to point the cruise season. Um, you know, we're right downtown, of course, in the financial district, and every day. You know, for lease, for lease, for lease. It's uh, it's 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 not good. You know. Um, and how so, helpful is it though, Rob, that you're a vent? Because since uh, it, it sounds like there's a lot going on there with 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 the with the cruise industry in Vancouver. How helpful <laughs> is it that you're you're in Vancouver, the company's Vancouver. Even you mentioned Empower, Empower's in Vancouver. Yeah. So how helpful is that in trying to yeah. trying to bring everyone together to solve this problem? For sure it does. And, and, you know, one of the, the interesting rallying points now is, you know, there's a bit of a divide between the airlines and, and our, of course, federal government around the bailouts and the processes and stuff. But, you know, the fact now that, you know, people are like, oh, it's a made in Canada solution. Yeah, it is a local made in, you know, local story and made in Canada. Um, and that's, of course, something with, with TELUS to great pride in as well of, you know, part of our relationship is that every part of our business is, is made in Canada. So, you know, we're, we're pushing. Um, I'm, I'm always push, but. You yeah, know, that's a it, given. You don't even have to say that. You're, yeah, but you're doing hundred hour a week. So that, that's a given. I just want to, I want to, you know, it, people just need hope. You know, I think the hardest part here for people is uncertainty, the unknown, you know, it's nice to have something to look forward to. Um, you know, I, I miss, I never thought I'd say this, but I actually miss the airports and traveling and, you know, seeing people face to face, you know, when I was down in Vegas for the events, it was, it was great again, you know, as much as Zoom, I mean, I do 16, 18, 21 Zooms a day. It's, it's, you know, everyone just wants to get on with things. Um, and, you know, our government, uh, unfortunately hasn't delivered um, perhaps and meet people's expectations, but there's a lot of moving parts and, and we're part of that. And uh, it, it should be an exciting next couple few months to see where they go. So speaking of 
um, tell us. You also put out a press release January 4th. That was the first one of the year. Uh, yeah. Read the headline here. Tell us launches expanded sales and marketing campaign showcasing loop uh, solutions both to both indirect uh, and direct national sales channels. So how big is that as an indication of, because the first three words, tell us launches expanded sales and marketing, you know, capabilities for loop. Clearly the inference there is they love what you guys are doing and they're dedicating more resources. Um, well, yeah, to, to it, it is, you know, we, we were working directly, of course, with sales, um, within TELUS, you know, as we mentioned, when, you know, TELUS is all trophy hunting. Um, so yeah, there's comfort there to commit to some bigger opportunities, um, and expedited, you know, efforts and, you know, sales and marketing dollars, uh, as part of that. And, you know, the acquisition group here is to my earlier comments about, you know, solving problems and giving hope and that, you know, TELUS had the huge network and customer base. And that's why they brought in the acquisition group to help with some of these initiatives and focus that uh, TELUS and Loop been working on. That uh, we'll hopefully deliver here in the next uh, couple of few months for sure. Does the acquisition group just add more muscle to the team or is there something specific about them that TELUS, that TELUS brought them in? No, they, they've been working with TELUS, I think it's 10, 12 years. Um, they're their third-party sales team, if you will. That's come on as the hired gun um, to just that, take something and run with it and um, kick the door down, if you say, and execute uh, on implementation. So it's, uh, it's it's been a great pleasure working with them so far. And, uh, and yeah, it's going to be a busy spring. Uh, last question. Uh, a lot of the stuff we're talking about today is North American domestic, which is great. It's a massive market. Before Christmas, uh, you signed a partnership with NTT Data. How does the international demand for Loop uh, look in 2021? Uh, how has it continued? Now, we're going to see a pretty significant global scale, George. It's another hour a week again. You know, all these different time zones, I, I need two or three more of myself would be great, but um, all kidding aside, no, we, we've, we've got good traction. And, you know, like I said, I, I, I've been very, you know, steadfast to this. I've, from day one, it's about building infrastructure for me. Um, you know, companies like TELUS and NTT Data, et cetera, I just don't do public announcements for the sake of, you know, doing something. Um, these are legitimate, huge opportunities. Um, and, and for me, like I said, I'm a patient guy and surround myself with the right people. And that's the key to success. Yeah. I've got, uh, you know, great confidence in all of our partners and NTT data and team. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that are very, very exciting that, uh, we're putting on the table and teams are working on together already. So I, continue to anticipate some big global scale for 2021 with, with entity data and SGE retail and uh, others. Man. Yeah. And if you're doing hundred hour day, if you're doing hundred hour weeks and 18 to 20 zooms a day, I'm going to presume that you're the statement you made before year end 2020, which is 2021 is going to say, basically hold my beer to 2020 that it does. It looks yeah. like 
it does look like yeah. 2021 is enough to be that year. For sure. Um, awesome. You know, I mean, people are like, oh, you're crazy. How do you do this? I, I love this. Like, That's I, the only way. That's the only way to do it, right? But, but I do. I mean, I, I, you know, I love the business side, of course. Um, you know, I'm not, nothing better to me than, you know, we put a lot of time, effort, and money into this. Um, you know, sacrifices, as you can imagine, and appreciate my family and friends and whatnot. But um, to see the traction now that we're getting and the excitement, I mean, nothing better than, you know, I, I love the momentum, right? And uh, it, it is going to be a very, very key year for us. It's, it's very exciting. Clearly, you feed off of it. And yep. you know, one thing people can't see are the conversations we have behind closed doors. You mm -hmm. never once ever say, George, I'm tired, man, it's a long day. Uh, I just need a break. It's always, I got this, I got 10, 10 calls to this afternoon. I got something this weekend and, and you're, and you, and you thrive off. I think everyone's really lucky to have you as the, as a C, as a CEO leading the charge. And obviously your team, you lead by example, right? And that's, well, that's, that's just, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's just it. I mean, you know, um, I, uh, I always say to my early shareholders, um, I guarantee you that uh, I'll never be overworked, um, and you'll find someone that has greater passion for what they're doing. And it's key, you know. It, uh, high standards aren't the goal; they're the starting point when I hire. Um, you know, we don't have time for, you know, uh, as you said, um, we're about to run, so it's uh, it's go time, and you know, it's 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 very exciting. I love it. Lastly, I'm going to put you on the spot with two future projections, and you're not allowed to give out future projections. Right? I'm going to demand them here. We got the Bucks Saints. We got the Bucks Saints playing first, and we got the Chiefs and the Browns playing second today. And I know you're a bit of a football fan, and you're, you're, yeah. you probably got the games on the background and peeking. Who wins today? Especially Breeze versus Brady. You know, where, who do you, who wins yeah, that? That's, one? that's a classic. That's a, that's going to be one for history, Brooks. Those two. Yeah, I, I still think Brady pulls it out. I think it's, uh, I think Brady's headed back to the Super Bowl. And what a story that'll be. Reminds me a lot of the Wayne Gretzky days, right? You know, yeah, for sure, right? So, yeah, we'll see. Should be, you know, a great game. I think the Chiefs are, are definitely going to cover and win. Yeah, uh, picking the Chiefs to win is probably easy. What's what's the spread? Do you have, do you have an idea? I have no idea what the spread is. Are they going to cover that? Is it ten points? My buddies were asking me the other day. I think it was nine and a half or ten. I think the, I take the Chiefs by about seventeen. <laughs> all right, uh, first time ever we've got you with two future projections. All right, and uh, <laughs> at some point, well, at some point we'll get more. But Rob. Thanks so much, man. All kidding aside, I know it's Sunday. It's, we started this at 7.30 in the morning for you, and that's because your day is just that full, which is unbelievable to me. Uh, so thanks so much for joining us. Look, it's two weeks in, and you've already put out four major press releases. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty incredible. And it seems like there's a lot of foreshadowing for what's going on in these press releases. So can't wait to well, there is. It's um, thanks for having me again. And like I said, it's it's a, it's a, you know, it's a marathon, right? It's not a sprint. And uh, each day we're getting bigger and better, um, and we'll continue to. And like we said, this is all about infrastructure and roadmap and opportunity, you know. And uh, when you're you're swimming in these circles, and you know, 
uh, that we've been put in, the opportunities are tremendous. So you only need one of these to change the whole business. Um, you know, and like we said, it's um, pretty persistent and uh, it's going to pay off. From your mouth to shareholders' ears, right? Um, thanks for joining us, Rob. Have a great yeah, day. Yeah, you you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast via Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Rob Anson, he's CEO, founder of Loop Insights, trades on the venture under MTRX, and for our friends in the U.S. under RACMF. It's time to do your due diligence, folks. For those of you who are current shareholders, uh, you know, time for you to assess what you've heard from Rob and what's going to be going forward. And for those of you that are new, there's a lot to absorb here. So make sure you get to Agoracom. Take a look at the profile page to kind of bring yourself up to speed because this is cutting edge technology, which has the opportunity to be explosive. That's the great side. But it also means it's difficult to understand because it's new. So you want to wrap your mind around that. And of course, from Agoracom, get over to Loop Insights uh, website and take a look for yourself. And don't say we didn't tell you so. Have a great day. Have a great Sunday to everybody with your family. Hopefully you watch some football. Be safe. See you next time.